0: Here's
1: Conley. High pick has some room behind the pick. Fires the three short. Rebound comes to Gobert.
2: Finds Bogdanovic, slicing and jamming. Tied at 46. Timeout. Brent Brown.
0: Joel Embiid. Left elbow. Driving on Conley. Now doubled by Gobert. Then a, out to Neto. Blocked by Gobert. Outlet to Conley at the rim. He's fouled. And he finished.
2: David Locke on the call there. You're going to hear him tonight as the Jazz play the Milwaukee Bucks, another one of the better teams in the NBA, coming through town early in the year, PK. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what? Talent level of that team. It's only one thing that matters. Whether you're wearing the lucky purple sweatshirt. And guess what I got on? Lucky purple sweatshirt. I can cheat. I can see him. You guys scoffed at me. Your sweatshirt is 1-0. You, you scorned. I did what all did those
1: things scorn? Yes, you I did. did. That was no. me. Oh, this this reminds me of the text line. I never <laughs> learned it, and you guys ridiculed me, and now we haven't had it for a good long while, and I was right. And you mocked me with my lucky purple sweatshirt, and I got the purple hoodie on this morning. W. W. W.
2: Giannis Antetokounmpo is powerless versus L. the purple. Giannis Lecher. L Antetokounmpo. Giannis L. Yeah. Bucks are off to a nice six and two start. They did get beaten six in and three Boston. Threads, baby threads. And the Heat, who are pretty good, got them also. The Heat is not on. The Heat are kind of the Dallas of the East. Maybe, probably more surprising than Dallas, honestly. Why? Because I think Dallas has younger guys, and no, Dallas no, no. Why, has why? No, tougher competition. Because it won some games heat. out of the stre- stretch. Name me two guys on the heat. Jimmy Butler. Outside
1: of Jimmy Butler, who went off last night. Good on Jimmy. Kendrick, no, no, no. Kendrick Nunn. No. Goran Dragic. No. Yes. No? <laughs> what do you mean, no? What don't you understand about no? <laughs> Jeez. Okay.
2: He's not even a starter. <laughs> you said name guys on the heat. He came off the bench and had like 20. 21 or something like
1: that yeah because he played his old team and he wanted out so we've seen that a million times
2: they get all fired up no it's just another game (laughs) (laughs) and they've got another rookie there uh, Tyler Hero you can remember that name it's two R's though it's not one but still again not a starter well, you said name guys on the team. I said starters, everybody. You and said – starters. That's four heat off the top of my head. Oh, man. All right, anyway, DJ and PK, we got Jazz Bucks talk coming up. We got to get to that. We got David Locke joining us at 830 to talk about the game. So stick around. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Hashtag NBA.
1: How are you feeling physically?
0: Uh, I feel good. We just won a basketball game tonight. Another test for us down the stretch. We came through, got stops in the fourth quarter. Uh, it, was, it was great. <laughs>
2: Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to talk about his health and missing games. It was great. We won a basketball game tonight. Well, he said he was shocked about
1: all the conversation. I mean, it was shocking, but it doesn't matter to me. I'm not a guy who
2: reads the media anyway. What do you have, 18 in the fourth again? Clippers coming from behind in that one. They were down, Portland led most of the way, but fourth quarter he went off and the Clippers get the win, 107-101. Nothing's report. going to change here. There's nothing that can be done. He'll either rest and call it load management or he'll have some minor injury that requires a little bit of time off. And If they find him, they find him. Yeah, it's the knee. $50,000 fines on guys who are worth $20 billion, clubs that have been sold for $2 billion? Pocket change. It really is, yeah. Especially st- if they win it all. Right, exactly. Because then what they can charge for luxury suites and seats and corporate well, and, signage. Well, and, and they're talking about the new arena, too. Yeah. Leverage that like crazy. They're looking at building. Right now, they're playing where the Lakers and Kings play at the Staples Center. But Ballmer wants to build something over by the new football stadium in Inglewood. Uh huh. Build a new arena there. Yeah. And Doc Rivers did get fined fifty grand because his comments were inconsistent with Kawhi Leonard's health status.
1: So now he won't make any of those. In fact, he said that last night. They asked him a question about it. I'm scared to answer. That's my answer. I just won't answer. <laughs> So, he won't get fined anymore. Nope. They're like, okay, now I know the rules even more so. And the l- rules seem to be a little
2: fluid there in what you say and what you don't say. It's almost so, like the league provided him a little cover and then was irritated that uh, he got too close to the truth instead of sticking right. with so the Right, so now he won't story. do it, I bet. Right. That's that's the safest way when you don't know where the line is wiggling. Don't go anywhere near the line. Yeah, I don't think he particularly
1: likes it, but this is the situation he is in and he's got to deal with it. And the, he,
2: he he doesn't control it. No, he's the middleman in all of this. Kawhi Leonard's deal is uh, two years plus an option, and they don't want Kawhi to walk, so they're going to work with what Kawhi wants and keep him happy. They don't even want him to run half the time. That's true story. They want him to sit, apparently, for all of the
1: back-to-backs. I think they should put, from now on, just make it a bigger joke on the bench, lounge chairs. Not <laughs> just the regular chairs. Like, you know, like, like the, the big Barker-Linger,
2: you, you pull the lever yeah. and the, and yeah, the yeah. legs swing they're, up. Yeah, they're yeah, quite yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, like you have at the theaters now. Straight into the man
2: cave. <laughs> <laughs> have a recliner on the side and, and, and have drink holders. <laughs> some, and some of the arenas where the attendance is worse, it can get a little quiet. They might just not off. Get a little power nap right there in the second quarter. I mean, let's just play this up and have fun with it, man.
1: Have a nurse sitting standing <laughs> nearby. <laughs> 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 have a good time with it. It's entertainment. Let's not confuse
2: this for pure sports. Get <laughs> like three docs there. Just have the stethoscope around. I mean,
1: if you we got are, a team of surgeons standing by. I them. think the highest level of pure sports is the, the big sky, maybe. High school.
2: Those types of things. I guess it depends on where you are in high school. I mean, it's a place, you know, Bishop Gorman, okay? there's It's out of town. It's an athletic factory. So yeah. still
1: pure sports there. I, I, Guys, recruiting probably in. nothing is pure in the truest sense of the word, but certainly at the collegiate level, at the highest levels, and at the pro level, it's entertainment.
2: That's what people don't understand. It's entertainment. Yeah, first. They're gonna, if ESPN is going to call the top four ranked teams and fly them to New York to play a doubleheader to open the season, yeah, and that's entertainment. What are we kidding? You
1: put right. money involved in it, it becomes entertainment. That's. And it's the the peg is sports, the movies. You know, that's entertainment. The peg is the movies, right? Tractor crushing cars or whatever those are. Demolition stuff is. derbies. Yeah, that's entertainment. Those are sweet. It's like the that. same thing. That's what we have here. This is what it's about. It's about making money and this is the form of entertainment. And I think a lot of fans don't understand that. Or they don't want to understand it. And so they're going to err on the side of entertainment. Look at the rules that have been changed
2: over the years. Why oh, are they changed? Uh, For the form the of games, entertainment. Make the games more boring, more defensive, and lower scoring. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> not really. Open it up, baby. Let's throw the football. Exactly, yes. Three-point shot. Sweet. Change the rules. Open it up. Designated hitter. Bingo. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, uh, elsewhere in the NBA, Gordon Hayward, another good game. 20 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. What uh, Craig Bolojack was told a couple years ago is turning spot on. He got hurt, and he said he's going to be out a year, and then the next year is going to be just a whole transition process of getting back to who he is. If he gets back, it'll be the year after that. That's this season, and it looks like he's back. And the Celtics are 6-1. 6-1 now? Yeah, good mm-hmm. start. They beat the Hornets. Just thumped them, 108-87. Guess we'll have to keep an eye on them in their, in their bigger games because if you're decent in the East, there are a lot of teams you can pick up wins on and stack up wins. But how do you do when you play the top half dozen teams across the league? How do you do? How do you do? Bucks and Sixers look like the big dogs, but the Celtics, Heat, and Raptors are trying to go with them. Stay up there near the top.
0: All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball.
2: I have Mississippi Valley State season tickets. Did you know that? I see them wherever they go. Was in only mainly in Utah. What are they yeah. in for a ten game stand
0: here?
1: hard <laughs> storming through Utah. Just go know. up, up, and they start low, go
2: high, and then go high and finish low, and then they're out. Got the Utes tonight. Pac twelve network. If you want to uh, check yeah, that out, no, thank you. Weber State's playing Utah State tonight. Much better to that here on the zone. Get an in state game. Yeah. Aggies won their opener. They were they oh, were pushed. Shooty. They were pushed by Montana State. That was a tie game with, what, like five minutes or mm-hmm. so to go? Yeah, yeah. They had a big 10-0 run late, open it up and win the game. But I think yeah. it was still a three-point game in the final minute, and Miller hit a three in front of the bench. So we'll see if they get pushed again by uh, Weber State here. But our big man, Mimi, he's not playing, right? Nemius. I know what I'm saying. I'm asking, is he Do, not? Uh, I think he is not playing. Right. I, believe, I have not heard that officially, but uh, – Talking to Scotty, that was the impression I was left with is that he's going to miss several games at the start of the season. But that was probably uh, when? When did the word come out that he wasn't going to play in the opener? The opener was Tuesday. Was that Monday or was that like last Friday that we heard that? It was like kind of weekend period. Yeah, started hearing that. Yeah, he's out. and it was right about that time. And Scotty said, "Yeah, they're not rushing him. It's going to be a while." I think so. I don't know. A, a while could be tonight, but I think he's out. Also this weekend, BYU and San Diego State, if you're going to football or basketball, the, the end of the basketball traffic and the start of the football traffic could overlap. Uh, overlap. So brace yourself for that. It's the Aztecs, 2 o'clock on BYU TV. And the football game comes up at uh, 5.30. First time they've played up here since uh, 011, 010 somewhere. Jim or like. Fredette went for 43, I saw in the notes they sent out, the last time they met. So that would have been 10. Because 11 was the first year of the West Coast, wasn't it? Correct. yeah okay so almost 10 years there it is Dj and
0: pK hashtag byU there's a lot of similarities, you know. I know that that's that's something
2: that they they have as an honor code as well. And so I think it's going to be a fun game, you know. I know they're go, they're kind of new into the independent stage and new to this this division, you know. So they've played some really tough teams. They played Syracuse, they played Rutgers, and P5 schools right away. And that's I know that coaching staff. And you look at the experience that's on that coaching staff, and you and you you marry that with the players that they have and the talent that they have and the confidence that that they have, especially after this last week. Yeah, I think I think that we're gonna to have to be ready for this, and then our guys got to keep improving Kalani Satake talking about Liberty coming in with a 6-3 and record their big win is taking down New Mexico 17-10 to
1: I'll give him that now if he tries to pull this crap next week <laughs> I'm not going to take it uh, with Idaho, Idaho State, State? No. But, I mean, Hugh Freeze, when he was on a show a couple
2: days back, he's an NFL receiver, and he's coached many NFL receivers, so I'll take him at his word. He brought up the fact that against Rutgers, they had eight possessions and scored 34 points. So that's awfully good. Rutgers sucks, but... uh, Rutgers does suck. And we always uh, talk about how BYU is better than the bottom of the Power Five. You shouldn't be intimidated when you see those games on the schedule. Well, I think Syracuse this year is the bottom of the Power Five, and they shut them out 24-0 in the opener. That was a while ago, obviously. Who shut out whom? Syracuse shut out Liberty 24 to nothing. Kalandi just mentioned they played Syracuse. Yeah,
1: I mean, they should win for sure.
2: Right. But of these next three games, Liberty is the best team. Liberty, Liberty. Liberty. <laughs> BYU's got to play UMass in a couple weeks. No late-night November games. This is 530, and Idaho State's going to be an afternoon game. UMass is a morning game, so no bad-weather late-night November home games. Cougar pregame show starts at JCW's in Provo
0: at 4. DJ and PK. Hashtag Utah State.
2: Utah State's going to Fresno State, and PK, if they're going to turn it around now, it'd be a good time. A couple of four-and-four teams. Who's going to have a good final month and end up with a decent record, and who's going to have a bad final month and make changes? For sure, yeah. This is a big game. This is a swing game for both of these teams. I like it in the sense that you have a form
1: of desperation going back and forth between both of them, and because they still can achieve some serious big time goals for the. I'm speaking to the Aggies in terms of winning the division and then we'll see about the conference or the season you can get away from them
2: I think Fresno's coming off their best game they just went out and won in Hawaii with a field goal right at the end 41-38 if that's not their best win then it'd be UNLV their worst loss is Colorado State who got them two weeks ago 41-31 so every bit as unpredictable as anything we've seen out of Utah State who started pretty well but this last month has been bad yeah, no doubt about it, man. 5 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. Scotty G is on the call. pregame show at 4 o'clock. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college football. I think it's premature to say this, Mark. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to support coach and support those players unequivocally.
2: And uh, they're out there battling and they're representing USC. And uh, we want them to be successful. Mike Bone, that's the new athletic director. San Diego State, to Colorado, to Cincinnati, to USC. And he was asked there about Clay Helton's status. And typically you don't fire a coach at your introductory press conference, PK. So what else was he going to say?
1: No, I got another four weeks for that. So uh, he's, he still looks like dead man walking, but uh, I agree with you. Let's see. You knew the answer that he was going to give. He said that that they never they hadn't even met as of uh, when he had that press conference yesterday at eleven o'clock our time.
2: Your Clay Elton, you're out. Thanks. Although under the Florida State theory, if they're gonna make a change, make it soon, right? And well yeah, you search. wanna jump in that
1: Deion Sanders market too. <laughs> Deion for Florida State? Wow, man. Celebrities yep. Normally don't make good coaches.
2: Figurehead coach. Let's uh, go. Yeah, that would be that would be something. We would all stand and gawk at that. And this just coming down. Chase Young from Ohio State is out for tomorrow's game for Ohio State against Maryland from a NCAA rules issue from 2018.
1: And Ohio State is favored by 43.
2: Maryland is bad and Ohio State is very good. So, you know, if you're going to lose somebody for a game, that's a good game to lose them for. I hope they give him the death penalty. <laughs> it's not going to happen. didn't stop me from hoping. A guy can, you know, a guy can wish. A guy can dream. You're right. Big games tomorrow. The Battle of undefeateds. a pair of 8-0 versus 8-0 games. Penn State and Minnesota, 10 a.m., LSU and Alabama at 1.30. Who do you like? Penn State's a pretty heavy favorite, right? The number four Nittany Lions. Yeah, we'll see just how
1: good they are in the coming weeks. Uh, looking pretty good right now and then the other game. If I'm I'm just thinking about this last night as far as if I'm the Pac-12, who do you want to have I win? I think I want Alabama to win. Because I think they'll try to find a way to get Alabama in and if LSU not so much.
2: So go with the Tide and then they take up one of the spots. I was going to go the other way. Because I think LSU's played the better schedule and has the argument about who they've beaten. Bama's strength of schedule right now is worse than the Utes. It doesn't matter. If you lose a game... It doesn't matter. It's going to sting even more. Yeah. You think that LSU-Texas win's getting watered down, though, as Texas gets beat? Because that's the other thing. If Texas loses down the stretch, then that win doesn't look so good. They went to Texas in one week, too. It looked like a huge game. Texas was top ten at the time, but... Man, I don't think a pack. Well, I don't think Utah's going to get in. I think Oregon has a shot,
1: but I don't think the Utes will get in. Either way, no matter what they do, I mean, they'd have to beat Oregon by fifty. I mean, they have total you, chaos you're, you're going to get no style points the next three weeks. No, you're not. So it you really so- doesn't. In fact, in fact, if you just bury them even worse, if you just destroy these next three opponents, that just screams even more so to the pathetic nature of the South <laughs> Division.
0: DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. The Chargers show a nine-man front against this set. The hand... First down, end zone! Touchdown, Jacobs! Touchdown, Raiders! Would you believe it? Off the bench! The offensive line blows the hole open against that nine-man box, and Jacobs takes it home! Roll Tide, baby!
2: The Raiders, 26-24 over the Chargers. Raiders trying to hang in there in the playoff race. They are 5-4 and four now with that win. This weekend... The AFC West leading Chiefs play the Titans. That's the uh, early game on uh, Channel 2. Also Atlanta and New Orleans, which look good, but man, Atlanta's really falling apart. When did it look good? When when the schedule came out and thought Atlanta's had some decent teams. That could be a decent game. Panthers, Packers, Rams, Steelers, and the Vikings and the Cowboys. Those are the three games matching teams with winning records this weekend. The Vikings and Cowboys are the Sunday night game on NBC. Can soak those up. I will. Uh, New England is off. And San Francisco, whose last undefeated team, is playing Monday night. So can't track those two teams this weekend. The Sunday night game, Thursday, Sunday night, and Monday night football all airing right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, that is what is trending. It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, you have probably heard the quote from the UCLA receiver. Read it, seen it. Utah's known for being tough, but I think we're ready to go out and show that we're the tougher team. How much motivation does that provide Kyle Whittingham and the Utes? We will get to that coming up. we got Kyle Gunther here to talk Utes at 8. Brian Keel to talk Cougars at 9. It's a Red and Blue Friday. Plus, David Locke, radio voice of the Jazz, stops by for his weekly visit at 8.30. We'll talk about Jazz and Bucks tonight. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280
0: The Zone. And now, attention. Top of the wire One. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone
2: Sports Network. Utah Jazz are back in action tonight. They host the Milwaukee Bucks, 7 o'clock on AT&T Sportsnet. Listen to it here on The Zone. Jazz game night. The pregame show starts at 6 o'clock. College basketball coming up tonight. Weber State at 17th ranked Utah State at 7 o'clock. You can listen to that game at 6 o'clock here on The Zone Sports Network. That will be on 1280 The Zone, while the Jazz game is on 97.5 The Zone. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Action Plumbing. Call Action Plumbing and get your preseason furnace tune-up and safety check for $33 by calling Action Plumbing at 801-833-3333 or going to actionplumbing.net.
0: Is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. I was working at a country club as a waiter and I was carrying this giant tray of Dr. Peppers. As I walked behind the bride, tripped over something, I'm not kidding you, there was 20 plus glasses. Oh, and man. every drop on that tray landed on the bride in her wedding dress. And I thought I was a dead man. I was on the second story. There was a big picturesque window looking out onto the ninth green. And I contemplated just making an Austin-shaped hole in that glass window and making (laughs) a go for it. And I had to pay for it. Do you know how expensive it is to dry clean Dr. Pepper out of a wedding dress? Yeah. I should have just bought her a new wedding dress. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Um, I know they're a pretty good team. Um, I think
2: they're pretty physical, but I think we can match that. We're a tough team. Um, and, yeah, we're looking forward to the opportunity. Ethan Fernia, UCLA receiver. PK, when I read that quote, I thought, Kyle Whittingham's going to have a field day with that. On a scale of 1 to 10, that's like going to be a 7, maybe an 8. And then I heard it. That's like a 2 or a 3. I think it's a 0. Nothing. That, didn't that basically sound, I mean, he had to answer the question, and I didn't feel the defiance there that would really juice it up. I mean, what's he supposed to say? We're going to go up there and get our butts kicked? Well, I, I always marvel
1: what's he supposed to say. There's a million things he could have said. So it's not either say that or say nothing. So that, that what's he supposed to say? I've never understood that claim. Because there's any number of things you could say. There's literally limitless stuff you could say. So what he chooses to say is the issue. But I think going forward here, as I just said, the talent level is so wide that Whittingham, who's made a living probably as well as anyone, of the underdog, nobody believes in us, let's rise up type of thing, as well as any coach that I've been around, really, in that way. I mean, Urban Meyer was fantastic, but you couldn't say that second season here, they were underdogs, let's shock the world, nobody believes in us type of stuff. Maybe in other places, but not his second year here by any stretch. They were the favorite, and they did what they were supposed to do, and won all their games. But Kyle has gone Up many times where they weren't or weren't weren't thought to be as good, and then they pull it off. I mean, right from his very first year, right his very first year they had Brian Johnson and a running back. I think somebody else got hurt, and they go down to Provo and they need bowl eligibility, and they were wild underdogs, and then they win the game. So he has been the master at being able to do that. Does anybody think? Can you think of any other coach who's been able to do it as well as he can, in or out of our area? Because nobody, to me, comes to mind. Maybe folks out there in listener land can come up with stuff of a coach who feasted off of that and got his players to really get inspired by it. But no one's coming to my mind. It's just that this time, for the rest of the regular season, it really doesn't count. Because they will be the overwhelming favorites. And so when you have a discrepancy in talent to the level that they should have with the next three opponents and themselves, you don't need any of that motivation. There's no motivation needed. They literally need no motivation beyond the fact that it's a game. Josh
2: is half there, halfway there with you. This is perfect. Not that the Utes need any motivation, but UCLA better watch out. You better not pout. But Josh was reading it. He wasn't hearing the tone. Uh, irregardless of tone or words or whatever, it doesn't matter.
1: That's the position that they find themselves in. They have been, just been bathed in compliments. They've never received this many plaudits. They've never had such positive vibrations running around the program every single day. But it doesn't matter. They have so much talent, and it's so much senior talent. Now, it's not just talent. It's senior talent. Refined, perfected. They may never, in Kyle's tenure have this level of senior talent. So it's a combination. I mean, you look at Tyler Huntley was not prepared to win at this level two years ago. He was throwing four interceptions against ASU. And and they were getting smoked by Oregon. They were losing four in a row. And many of these same players were there then that are here now. Not all of them. But a lot of them. And Now that they're seniors, they've grown up. It is just a world of difference. And everybody in the
2: league knows it. That's why they got picked number one in the South. Yeah. That's why they got 35 of the 37 votes. Or was it 33 of 35? 33 of 35. 33 of 35. And we talked to Kyle the other day. I think we
1: played it again this morning. And he's talking about how last year's senior class was really, really small. This year's isn't. And it's not just the senior class. I mean, you can have a bunch of seniors if they're not any good. Who cares? It's the talent combined with the experience. It's the They have the best of both. And it's been showing out on the field. So it's really no surprise what they've done. Everything came together perfectly for them. And they've taken advantage of it. And by perfectly, you also have to include the level of competition has sucked.
2: Look at all those six-win teams spread across the league yeah. right now. Right. In the regular season, they will have not played one
1: strong team. At all. And in 12 games? Not one?
2: Not one? Well, someone could get... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Best case scenario, there's a team right now that gets it together here in the final month and gets to 8-4. and four. Well,
1: it would be Washington, SC, or ASU.
2: And BYU. no, North no one's going no to look at that. No one's going to look at that. Not not and gonna count. Count. That's win. They're it's not, not going to look at any of those. No. Nobody's going to look at USC, Washington, or ASU and say, man, they're 8-4, and four, but they're underrated. They're really a great team. No, they're good. They can be good. If you get to 8-4, I think you are good. Yeah. So there's still got, time. There's four teams that could get there, but we can also look at all of those schedules and say you're not going to get there. Yeah, but BYU— Well, actually, USC and ASU—I guess ASU could still get to 9-3 and three if they run the table.
1: BYU although. isn't going to be able to draw anything because it won't— their their wins won't be Power 5 going forward after the losses. I mean, they were 2-4. and four, Yeah. And then getting there—
2: won't be the, on win the strength streak, of any Power 5 right. win. The Boise State win. And that's a nice win. I mean, it, it's Maybe they beat we, the Mountain West Conference champ in that run, but the Mountain West I, champ could be somebody like Air Force who wasn't on their schedule. right? Maybe I, Boise or San Diego State I, or Utah State. I, that I way, think
1: that we're looking at it nationally. For me, if BYU closes out the game, the season with, what, do they've won two in a row now, and they've got three coming up. They uh, win six so in a so row. They win six in a row, and two of those wins over Boise and San Diego State, yeah, I, I'm not a power five snob, and Those could be I, I think games. Boise and San Jose State are decent football teams. I think they've proven it over a number of years now. It's not they're not a Johnny come lately either of these programs. They've had solid programs. Obviously, Boise's had it for Boise State has had their crack for many years.
2: Boise State has had their crack for many years. Oh, we know. Let's move on. He's listening to another show in there, so it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, Boise State I'm has their crack. now. Come out of your coma now.
0: Editing audio. But, Leave me alone.
1: But San Diego State, they're new. They're having their new crack. Rocky's so, had a well, good... Well, it's been
2: four or five years, so I... new compared to, to yeah. Boise. Allow Absolutely. me that. Well, Boise State's had two decades, and San Diego right. State's had one.
1: Right, and so I believe that if the Cougars win both of those games, and those are marquee games, that that's worth it. I just don't know that the, the rest of the country is going to look at it.
2: They're but, not. We can, We can. I can answer that for you. Right, They're but not. I do, because I recognize— Because we're out here in this part of the country looking yes, at and
1: it. Yes, and I've been following Rocky Long for 15 years. So I know he's an excellent football coach. He's proven that to me beyond a shadow of a doubt. And so— The rest of the conference there in the South, particularly the South, and and to the large degree the North, because I think Washington State has been a massive disappointment. Oh, yeah. According to Mike Leach's own words, you know, 11-2, and we got a bunch of guys coming back, we're going to be good. Well, turns out you're not. You're okay, but that's the thing about the Pac-12, is 10 teams at best are okay. Yeah. And
2: I know you say, well, well who's Clemson beating Alabama's schedule? Blah, 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 blah. I get all that. Clemson's undefeated. But if the Utes were undefeated, it'd be a different conversation. But once you take a loss. Yeah, and that's for sure.
1: But those teams and those programs have proven it on a higher level. That's just a fact. The Utes haven't. So they don't need any motivation beyond just the fact that there are games to play. Because they're... Everything has come together for them. And I don't want to focus too much on the level of crummy competition because I think that distracts from the level of greatness that this football team is and has. There's a better way to say it. Because they they have great talent this year. That to me, that is It's non-negotiable. It absolutely is true. Well, they
2: got a chance to prove that, and there are probably people out there who'd like to debate that with you right now, but they'll have a chance to prove that, assuming they get to the conference title game and get Oregon, and then the bowl, however the postseason works out, they're going to play somebody who's pretty good. Not if they get in the New Year's
1: Six, Spiel. You don't want a New Year's Six. You don't want the Cotton Bowl.
2: Go to the Cotton Bowl and draw
1: a group of five, and people shun that. And I think the the Cotton Bowl, the New Year's Six thing they call it, I I don't think that's on the Cotton Bowl. When's the Cotton Bowl? I don't think it's New Year's Day, is it?
2: Check no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the rose and sugar have said New Year's Day is for us. Yeah. Even right. among the New Year Six, there's them that has, them right. and them that don't. That's what I'm talking right. about. Exactly.
1: And so you're going to get saddled with some G5 opponent. It's going to be again. No, I I would rather them go to the Alamo Bowl, face a ranked Big Twelve team. Now, obviously, I you want to what? go to the Rose
2: Bowl. You don't, and think don't have to worry about of, it. Get a lot of sizzle out of a. Uh, I just don't know Memphis or SMU, and that's a shame. It'll be the same. <laughs> I mean, Yock flinch. but Yock, look at it. That's. I mean, it's still a lot of football to go. No. That's who it could be. Not nationally, and nothing against those teams, but they just don't have the cachet.
1: Not nationally, no. And it, <clears throat> it'd be funny because you'd get you're in the Pac-12, and you thought the days of that were over, but turns out it might oh, not be. The Cotton Bowl's December 28th, right? So it's not even a New Year's six. Call it December 28th six.
2: <laughs> I would much rather December, play in the Alamo Bowl. December 28th is Saturday. Saturday, yep. So you well, it, That's cool. That'll be like a, it'll be an early kickoff and then they will follow it with the two playoff games.
1: Right. So no one's going to even pay attention to that. I'm not up yet. Uh, no one's going to care about that nonsense. It's not even going to be close to sold out. No one's they're, they're uh, going to send their fifth place uh, broadcast yeah. team.
2: <laughs> fifth place broadcast. Team. I mean, they, they are not. <laughs> send their third. <laughs> we'll send no,
1: they're fifth place. You watch. You watch. I won't watch. I'll, I'll protest it. I won't watch. You'll be there. Well, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> it would suck for the level of the program because I believe in this year, this, the, the, the team is really good. I want them to be tested at the highest level because
2: they want to be tested at the highest level. 12-1 Utes. This is, I think, the, the best case, most likely scenario. 12-1 and Utes versus 11-1 Penn State or Ohio State.
1: Yeah, go take care of it
2: yourself, and then we don't need to have this discussion. You're in the Rose Bowl playing the Big Ten runner-up, because the Big Ten champ will be in the playoff. For sure. And the Big Ten runner-up doesn't make it, and that is the loser, assuming Penn State beats Minnesota Saturday, then the loser of the Ohio State-Penn State game. And that's would, a quality football the Rose Bowl, team. The winner Either, the way, either way. There's
1: no doubt that's a quality football program and it's that got, you're playing.
2: it's got the brand name, the cachet, and people will yeah. watch it. And it's the Rose Bowl. Yeah, it'll be the it Rose Bowl. It has everything
1: you need. So that's my dream scenario for the Utes, and you I don't to, want to
2: see them have that. If you go to the cot and you're playing at 10 a.m. on a Saturday on ESPN. <laughs> right. <laughs> Against Boise State, San Diego State, SMU, Memphis... You That's know, not
1: happening. For this program this how year, that
2: plays out? they
1: deserve much better. So go ahead and, and just eliminate any possibility and beat the Ducks. And I, I normally don't want the Ducks to win, but I'm rooting for the Ducks and the Utes for these next three games. So it happens. I want to see the Pac-12 put its best foot forward and, that, and get the Utes. It's only one game, but let's get the best test possible. And I expect a whale of a ball game. Uh, it's, we've got four weeks to go, and I'm already jacked about that game.
2: Well, don't take them four at a time, PK. Take them one at a
1: time. Well, I, but if, I think I can because the level of competition in these next three, unless I'm stunned, I think the only chance to have an upset would be Arizona.
2: I think UCLA's a better team, but you think Arizona's style. That whole puncher's chance kind of deal. Khalil Tate goes wild. wild He
1: runs for 200 yards and throws for 250. He's an unpredictable wild card, right? He can hit on big plays. He can reel off a 90-yarder through the air or through through his legs as well as anybody. He is a poor, poor, poor man's uh, Kyler Murray. And we saw what Kyler Murray did at the collegiate level as he develops his pro career, and Tate. And if they have a couple of turnovers mixed in, that's about it. Other than that, I, I just don't see it. And so this UC Los Angeles receiver can say whatever he wants. And if I were Kyle, I wouldn't even touch on it because you are so good. Kyle.
2: I think he'll just stay in take care of business he, mode. He
1: doesn't need to even make any motivational speeches. You know, let's go out there and make him quit. No, let's go out there and kick the crap out of him. Ready, break.
2: Well, <laughs> same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it, the, the, the whole tone, it's business, businessman-like. It's not, it's workman. It's not any uh, let's rally around us and uh, go out there and show them and show yeah, None he, of that crap. He
2: won't go to the other one because the other one he could go to because there's 30 minutes left in the season. And he could literally just get them to peak. There was nothing. Whereas here, you got to do it. Then you got to do it again. Then you got to do it again. He's very much into that. And so when you get guys peaking, then you risk having a valley on the other side. and he won't, I don't think he'll do that. He's
1: uncomfortable when I told him the other day that I've already bought my tickets to Santa Clara. He doesn't want to hear it. But it doesn't matter now. That's the great they've thing run, about it.
2: They've run the gauntlet. There was no gauntlet. Well, we thought there was. <laughs> <laughs> but we never thought this part of the schedule was. Oh, no. No. No, we thought ASU Cal and Washington were. Right. Not so much. No. Well, certainly Cal, not two of the three. We certainly knew once Cal had a bunch of injuries that that was, that was out. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, the quarterback got hurt. Yep. Whoop-de-doo. Your quarterback got hurt last year. So if that's your big excuse, then that's uh, your problem. They
2: were not going to move the ball with a backup quarterback.
1: I wouldn't. No, uh, I, and I will say with Cal, it was the backup also got hurt. So maybe they do have a little bit more. Uh, Devils is don't, They their, their excuse is youth. Uh, Washington, I really don't have one for them. I guess maybe youth also. But who was I listening to, man? I was I was listening to hatchet Station down in Phoenix yesterday. I can't remember. I need to go back and check it uh, when I was at the gym. And they were ranking the quarterbacks. And it was somebody. I, in fact, I need to go back and check it because it's going to bug me. But he rated, he listed the quarterbacks uh, the best. And he put Easton number one. Really? Yeah, and I need to look at in that. In the conference? No, no, no. NFL. Oh, NFL? Wow. NFL. They uh, they asked him, who's the most NFL ready quarterback? Oh, I, I think it was Brian Greasy.
2: Over Tua and the likes? Mm hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was Brian Greasy. He's the Greasy. most yeah, NFL ready quarterback in the country.
1: Yeah, they asked Brian Greasy, who's a former quarterback himself, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does some broadcasting. Yeah. We all know that. And they asked him, who's the most NFL ready quarterback? Right now. And he went through the list, and he went with Eason, number one. Surprise me. You're just clearly going on measurables because he's 6'5" as Kyle said, big arm, all that stuff. I thought his arm got him into trouble. It also put him in... He made some sensational throws that are hard to see on television, but sitting up in the press box... You knew it was really good. Yeah, when you can see the defensive back and how one's guarding him and how the safety's coming, and you can see the window. You can't see it on television as much, but you can see it, and I'm, I'm literally sitting there thinking, that's not open, that's not open. Boom, and he puts it in the smallest possible window. And so... I can see why NFL folk would be drooling over this kid.
2: All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 the zone. Kyle Gunther, the Ute, getting ready to enjoy the bye week. We will talk with him coming up about the final three games and who he wants to see the Utes play down the road. We'll get to that coming up. Uh, I think, you know, in this next little segment here, we should
1: come up with suggestions for Kyle during his bye week. What should he do?
2: All right, we can do that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.
2: Join the big show at Jimmy's Flowers Tuesday from 3 to 6, 70 South Main Street in Bountiful. All right, PK. Yeah Let's help other people Spend their time Right The weather's supposed to be good Kyle's a big skier And
1: it's not that time of year So he can't do that I think during his bye week And the assistant coaches They're the grunts They're out Who knows where Wherever they are uh, Recruiting. Recruiting Kyle's gonna stay home I'd say Two things Yeah For Kyle to do I'll give anybody It's two things that I think he should. Two things, two things. I'll give somebody a nickel if they can guess in the next three minutes.
2: Well, I was going to say recruit, but he no. was talking about that this week. That's and with what the, the assistants do. With the double bye weeks, even the assistants, they're, they're, there's a 42-day limit. Yeah, and there's no. a bunch of recruiting rules I don't follow, but he was saying. 42-day limit and with the double bye weeks, we got to be careful because we're starting to bump up against that. Right. So, number one, recruit. Don't rebuild, reload. Okay, number one, recruit. Number two. Yeah, but that, doesn't, that never changes. Number two. He should golf. If it's going to be in are the his, high 50s, low 60s. Are course courses open, though? He's, yeah, so he, he can find a course. It, <laughs> he's Kyle. He was telling
1: me about, you know, he. I don't want to get into too much personal information, but he plays a lot of country clubs. And uh, so he's asking me, and I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I frequently go to uh, – Bonneville Country Club, he looks at me. I said, yeah, it's not too far from where you work. (laughs) 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 So, I've enjoyed some of those country clubs. Go play 18 at Bonneville, Kyle. Do it. Shot a 78 there the other day. Nice. Uh, Bogeyed 18, ticked me off. I should always be on if I'm 150 in. Always, no excuse for not being on in regulation if I'm 150 in. Where'd you miss? Just, just pin high, just right, just ah. about ten yards. I had the right club, everything downhill lie, hit it well. But no, I don't. I don't think he should golf. I think he, I needs to. He needs to relax even play more. with the grandkids. Stay off. Stay off his feet. It's two things in particular. Watch football. No, get away from it. LSU and Alabama. No. No. You're shooting
2: them all down. Two things he should do. And they go together. Play with the grandkids. No. Play with the grandkids. Grandpa Whittingham. They're too young. All right, what have you got? I thought that was a pretty good list.
1: What Kyle needs... To really refresh him for the stretch run for the next four weeks, which obviously includes the Pac-12 championship game. He needs to get off his feet. Yeah. Two things. A Manny and a pedi.
2: <laughs> I was wondering if you're going to go massage. I was you wondering if you're going to massage
1: too, yeah. A Manny and a pedi.
2: Pedicure, Kyle. Let him work that Achilles. Shouldn't he... Two words, two words. A lot of stress in in that heel. Right. Work the heel, work the Achilles. I think he needs a mani and a pedi. On a Friday. Pedicure. Value the pedicure over the manicure. A lot of stress in those Yeah, but if you get one, you might as well get the other. A lot of stress. You're there. Right?
1: While you're there, get the mani and the pedi. That's what I think should happen. He should come back Monday
2: with there, brand new toenails. There's no way he's getting the manicure. <laughs> Why not? Because everyone would see it. It goes against the tough guy image. He's still a linebacker. It doesn't matter if he's four decades removed from I, the glory days. He's two weeks away from, from turning 60. Right. The pedicure, though. If not though, now, when? The pedicure, he's already he, proven his toughness. Get that. Get all the stress, relax, and then, a mani you know, and a pedi. Put on the you put on the shoes, you go to practice. A no little spa tonight. treatment, a manny and a pedi. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle, I'd get a facial. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle with the mud and then the big, the, what is it, like the slices of cucumber the or cucumber the zucchini over eyes, or whatever. The cucumber, yeah. okay, fine. Have you in, ever done that? I've never done that. In
1: 13 days, he turns 60 before.
2: years old. The misses convinced me. With complete with the zucchini? Uh-huh. Well it's cucumbers, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> zucchini. <laughs> zucchini over your eyes.
1: <laughs> zucchini. <laughs> yeah, your tongue would be trying to lick it off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, not as vegetables, it would be if it's fruit. I'd be over there with the cantaloupe and the honeydew. <laughs> Now you're talking. Top that. <laughs> kind of bouncing it. Manny and a Petty. All right. Let's hear it from you. We'll run it by Kyle Gunther. We'll see what he thinks. He's coming up next. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.